The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Welcome friends, new and true to Living with Intention. I'm April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I'm here to offer you different avenues for your wellness. And from my own experience as being human and the work that I've done with numerous people, I've discovered that we've forgotten who we truly are our natural state, or I like to say, our true essence. Because we tend to get caught up in what's happening outside of ourselves. And we really connect with other people, situations, all the things that are happening. And we take that on to ourselves and really form a belief of that is who I am. When in actuality, we are much more than that. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I like to expand from one series to the next by going a little deeper. So that is why I'm bringing you exploring your essence off of the last episode of remember your essence, because we need to recognize that we have the light that we hold within ourselves by connecting to that deeper part of ourselves that's always there. And again, the mind always tries to distract us and and keep us away from that light for some reason. Other people, other things are more important than ourselves. And that's why I'm offering the series. So that way you have a variety of different modalities to ease your mind and bring balance back to yourself. As again, you remember your true essence. So for my first guest, I'm very excited 
Um, I've invited Sophia Grace. I've worked with Sophia personally. And what I love about her is her way of just holding true compassion and love and acceptance for all the people that she works with. But I have to say, what is very misleading about Sophia is her physical presence. <laughs> Looking at <laughs> Sophia, she's very petite and uh, small in physical stature. But once you're in her presence and her energy, it exuberates a powerful goddess-like energy. And so that way she's able to hold space for everyone in her heart. And who she is, is just an amazing, just expansive person. And, and what you see is what you get with Sophia. So oh. Sophia is here to share with us today about the Sophia Code and how this gentle yet powerful practice can help support you in exploring your essence. So welcome, Sophia. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much, April. That was such a sweet little introduction. I'm, I really appreciated that. Thank you. Yes, I only speak the truth. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that about you. Mm, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for yes. having and, me. Yeah, and I'm so excited again just to see you and also to explore more about the Sophia Code. But before we do that, can you just share a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yeah, okay. So I am a lot of things. I work with people in a lot of different capacities. Um, primarily, I work as a massage therapist. And I like to say I am a um, resilience-informed or trauma-informed massage therapist. I have a big heart for um, working with the body to help heal the emotions and heal the mind and heal the spirit. So it's, when I'm working with somebody, it's a very holistic approach. I'm not just working with, you know, the soft tissue, though that is what you know, on the surface level I'm working with, but I understand that when we're coming into contact with the body, you know, this is, this is the temple. Our body is the temple for our spirit, for our essence. And so I understand that there's just so many different layers and I, I feel so honored to be able to work with and hold space um, for people in that capacity. Um, I also have spent a lot of time studying different spiritual traditions and lineages. I'm very much devoted to um, the divine feminine awakening that's happening on the planet right now um, and yes. supporting that. Yes, yes. So I've done a lot of different things with that, um, as well as studying alternative health and um, alternative medicine in a kind of a more structured way so I've got the like kind of mystical side of me but I also have like a very grounded scientific approach that I like to take to things as well so um that's a little bit about me yeah that's good start. that's the things that you do to support others and so as because 
I think all healers, right, as we are, people that are, are offer guidance and, and support for others, you know, we also heal on that journey as you talked about all those lovely um, gifts that you have to share with others. What have you discovered more about yourself as you've worked with these different modalities? How has that helped you to unfold your essence? You know, how, how you're able to connect to that deeper part of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the spiritual training and studying that I have done, um, has absolutely connected, uh, with such a deep part of me that um, has really shown me how strong I am, how resilient I am, how much I like I care to show up and be of service for others, even when it's difficult. Um, and yeah, I've it's it's been such a transformational journey. I've learned so much about myself. I mean, we could probably talk for hours about, about what that's been like. And I've moved from, um, like a very kind of, I guess, timid or a timid version of myself into a much, much more empowered version of myself. Um, over the past decade and doing the work that I've been doing. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about about my journey personally. Yes. And how I just, I just, because it's so important uh, for everybody to understand because they see Sophia as who you are now, which is just, just you stepping into that essence and that and your own personal power and growth um, compared to 10 years ago. So what was the pivotal shift for you? What happened to where you knew you needed to go a little deeper? Because there's a lot of people out there that feel that, that feel that there's more to them, but they just don't know where to start. And by hearing your story and just a little bit about how you um, were courageous enough to shift that, um, what was, what was that like? Yeah. So I got really, really interested in like spiritual shamanic training um, when I was postpartum, um, with my second daughter and I was experiencing really intense, like postpartum depression. Um, and I was having, I was having a lot of challenges with postpartum depression and, um, unsupportive relationships. And I, I found this course with the authors of Womb Awakening and they were talking about um, epigenetic healing and how we can, you know, kind of re 
reprogram ourselves in a way like we can we can look at the things that we have inherited from our family from our parents from our culture and we can decide like okay is that serving me am I going to keep that or am I going to change that and Uh, um, say that again that's so important yeah so so taking you know all of the things that we've been conditioned to believe or things that we've inherited that we get to make that choice of, okay, am I going to continue this? Am I going to keep this pattern or this behavior or this belief about myself and others, or am I going to change it? And um, it's very empowering to, to really take that level of responsibility for your life and, you know, being like, yeah, you know what, I do have the power to change things in my life if it's not working for me. Um, and I believe we all have that power within us. We all have that ability. And, um, I love that you're, you're encouraging people to be courageous and to, you know, do that inner work, to look at ourselves and to make shifts. Yes. And, and you are proof. (laughs) You're proof. Yes, I'm proof. It happened. I did it. And I am too. It's it's always a journey at the same time. Thank yes. you. Yay us. Thank you. Yay us, Sophia. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so because our minds want to keep us safe. And so it's that little box that keeps us protected, even though we feel discomfort, even though we know something needs to move, something needs to shift. But the mind keeps saying, nope, can't, nope, because of this, or, you know. Uh, it just has these weird scenarios that happens, right? Those little things that play out. It's not true. It's not true. So as you so perfectly said, Sophia, about having the courage, yes. the courage and commitment to take that first step. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's always just, you know, whatever that next step is, it's easy to get overwhelmed when you're wanting to make a really big shift in your life. But at the end of the day, like when you're making a change, the first step is always just right there. The next, the next thing that's going to help you, the next thing that's going to support you, you don't have to get too far ahead of yourself. It's okay to just take it that one step at a time. Um, because yeah, sometimes it does feel just like there's too much that we need to change. And just that one step at a time just is, it doesn't matter how much spiritual mastery you have achieved. Like it is always one step at a time, you know? That is so true. Yeah. And, and I like how you said that, how you reframed it. It's just the one step. You know, because we feel all of the things and the overwhelm, but just focusing on the, the, just what is a little easier right now to do, you know, because every effort will get you to the next. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. We have to be so gentle with ourselves when we're trying to make changes, just so gentle and and forgiving and compassionate with ourselves to be able to to be that brave and that courageous for Mm -hmm. sure yeah and what would you say to someone who is feeling like they're in that dark place and they want change and when you say that about forgiveness and grace 
there's a lot of people that have locked themselves out of that. So what advice or um, anything that you can offer for them to be able to reconnect and, and be in that space to allow them to take that next step? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think everybody, I just want to normalize like everybody, if you're on a spiritual awakening journey, I think pretty much everybody goes through like a dark night of the soul. So you're not alone. It's, it's a normal part of the human experience. It's a normal part of spiritual awakening. Um, you're absolutely not alone in that. And there is support. There is resources that are available. Um, you know, you might have to seek out and find what works for you, but, but it's out there. Um, and at some level, it is, you know, how should I say it? I mean, Like everybody, everybody has made mistakes or has something that like, they feel like, oh, I, I should have done that better. It's very normal. It's, it's healthy even to be like that self-aware and to be able to reflect and be like, oh, you know, I could have done this better. This would have been a better choice. It's, there's nothing wrong with you, you know, for that, but it is really important to, I think especially at this time on the planet to to be willing to forgive ourselves for our mistakes um, and not, it doesn't serve us and it doesn't serve anybody to go around in this like loop of just shaming ourselves and, you know, we're here to, we're here to enjoy life, but we're also here to be of service and it's not serving you and it's not serving anybody else to mm to be constantly bashing up on yourself. So it's, you know, it's good for everybody to love yourself and to be kind to yourself. And not everybody sees it that way, but that's that's the truth as I see it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share that. I'm gonna so. stick to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna that's my, that's my yeah. stake in the ground. That's where I stand. Yes. And I find that when a person can accept all the parts of them, even the uh, parts that they they behaved in a certain way that they they shame or guilt themselves or others do, uh, that if they can just meet themselves where they're at and accept who you are and that has gotten you to where you are today. And again, I love the choice, Safaya, that you said, you know, making that choice. Okay. I'm not really enjoying what's happening here. So what can I choose to help me shift this just a little bit? Yeah. And then by accepting, then start believing in yourself and then appreciate then comes the self-love because people are very scared of that L word. I don't know why, but it's like, oh, love, you know, I can't do that. Um, yeah, so yeah. yeah, just meeting yourself and accepting, appreciating, believing, you know, builds that empowerment. And then you can recognize your own abilities and strengths. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. I love, you know, yeah, encouraging that acceptance, just accepting where you are right now, accepting how you feel in the body. If it feels, you know, sometimes it can feel overwhelming how we're feeling in our bodies. And so it can be really hard to be present with that. Um, so it can be good to, to titrate that too. And to be like, okay, I noticed that this feels overwhelming right now to be kind of reconnecting with my feelings and with my essence It feels overwhelming you can acknowledge that. And you can just go into it as much as you can handle at that time. So if mm -hmm. like going diving full in like a hundred percent into how you're feeling in this moment is too much, you can be like, I'm going to do like 10%, you know, that's what I can handle today. And you can celebrate that, you know, you can celebrate where you're at right now. There's nothing wrong with where you're at. And those little micro movements towards more presence and more self-acceptance goes a long way. Like that builds up over time. And so every time you feel like you've gotten off the track, you can always just come right back. You know, you're not starting from ground zero. You're starting from all those little steps that you've taken along the way. Yes. Yeah, building that foundation. Can you share about the Sophia code and what what it is first and foremost, and then how that helps people to connect to their essence? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to talk about it. It's um it's one of my favorite books. It is a, a channeled text. And so, you know, that can be a lot to take in for some people. Some people are like all about it. And some people are like, I don't know what that means. That feels, you know, that feels different. Um, but it is a channeled text and it is essentially, it's a living transmission from these ascended master mentors who are here to guide humanity, to create heaven on earth for the liberation of all beings. So it's a pretty big mission that we're on. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so it's, it's a mystery school in a book, essentially, as you are reading this book, it is activating uh, codes within your divine genome. So we have like our human awareness, we have different mm -hmm. layers, right? So we have our human awareness. And like you've been talking about, that's often got a lot of false ideas about who we really are and what our purpose really is and what life is really supposed to be about. And that comes from so many like years, centuries of this kind of false idea about who we are and this idea that we're somehow disconnected from divinity and just all of the things that go along with that. When humanity is turning away from its true nature, we do all sorts of things to harm each other because we're not, we're not feeling secure and safe within ourselves. Yeah. And so humanity, you know, we've, we've seen atrocities carried out on this planet for generations upon generations and everybody's been affected in some way or another. Um, However, regardless of those conditions that we experience in our human awareness, we are so much more. We are so much more than those things that we've experienced. And we do have, you know, we have these higher levels of our being. So we have a higher self and we have an oversoul 
and we can learn how to reconnect our human awareness with those parts of ourselves and you know be that bridge between the higher like realms of just pure unconditional divine love in this world and we can bring that down into this world mm -hmm. and we can uh, begin to create from that space rather than from this space where we feel disconnected and disempowered and you know unloved and unlovable and that's just not that's just not the truth of who we are yes thank you for for sharing about the book and how the language in there as you're reading helps to open up um parts of ourselves that we're not aware of. And for those of you who are listening and might be thinking, what is they, what are they talking about? April, where are you taking us? <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody to remember, and I've said this at numerous other podcasts, you know, we are talking about when we say spirit, you know, we're talking about your connection to whoever you believe your higher power is. So I'm just going to say, this is not about religion. It's about building a relationship with you, connecting to a deeper part of yourself to where you can start to trust in you. You can start to see how life is supporting you, how it's unfolding for you as it as always has. But we just have these little blinders on because of the fear, because of our lovely, amazing minds that want to protect us, right? And whatever you focus on is what you're going to receive. So just being open and curious to what we're talking about here and thinking, oh, I wonder how that could possibly support me. Or even when you talked about the book, right away, it was like, oh, like people that really connect with scripture in the Bible, when you're reading anything, it could be a great book, it could be some inspirational author, it could be scripture. And then when you read that one line and it like feels like something opened up in you, like you're like, oh, yes, I yeah. am inspired. So inspired means in spirit. Yeah. So you are connecting with that. So it's just another avenue to connect to that deeper part of you. That's what spirituality is. That's what building that relationship with you is. I just had to put that in there. So that way people could, you know, just kind of opens the gap a little bit more. So that way it's easily to obtain and, and to digest the information that we're here sharing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that you spoke to that. Um, yeah, the Sophia Code is not a religion. It is, you know, it is a sacred text, but it's very clear within that, that uh, like everybody's welcome. So it doesn't matter if you consider yourself religious or you call God, you know, something, use a certain name, you have like a Christian upbringing or a Muslim upbringing like that's not what what the text is about the text like you're saying is about reconnecting with you know with your own soul and that it's a very it's very open-minded in you know 
the approach, understanding that everybody has a unique path. Um, it's not, it's, it's very different from like a very kind of dogmatic approach to connecting with the divine. So. Yes. Yeah. And Sophia, how has the Sophia code uh, supported you? What have you noticed since you started working with it or reading the book? Yeah, so everybody, when they find this book, everybody has a very unique experience. And I, I love um, I love connecting with, I've got to connect with so many people around the world and hear their stories about it. Um, so everybody's just very, very unique. There's some people that they, they just felt like this magnetic pull to the book, but they never even opened it. Like they never even read it, but they like traveled around the world with it in their backpack. Um, and so I think that's really cool. But, but for me, because some people like they find it and they're like, this is so overwhelming, or I don't even really understand like these words. It's just like the human mind is only mm -hmm. able to receive so much at any time. And it's there's a lot there. It's, it's a very powerful book. Um, and like, you know, I've, I've read it a bunch of times to really like start to take in everything that's happening. But when I found it originally, it was just like an answered prayer for me. I was like, Oh, I've been looking for this. Like it just felt so right. It, it was, um, confirming a lot of things that I had been, like realizations that I had been having within myself. Um, and that's just like a very like tip of the iceberg way to talk about it. But it was confirming so much for me that I was just like, oh my goodness, like I'm not alone in this experience. There are other people mm -hmm. who also get this. And so it was like, for me, it was just like, this feels like home. But other people, you know, they have a different journey with it. It's, it's everyone's unique. Everybody has their own experience. Yes. Yeah. Can you maybe just, uh, just giving us a little, like unpacking that, like what was one of those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, this puts it into perspective and helps me to understand more about me or, or why, um, you know, you were limiting yourself. Can you give us an, a little example of that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you be brave for us, Sophia, and share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to share. It does feel a little vulnerable for me because it's been something that has has been such a personal part of my journey. And I'm I'm just starting to, you know, speak about it and share it with other people in a more public way right now. So um, but I, I really appreciate the invitation. I guess. I guess when I found it, I had been having these, and I kind of had these experiences throughout my entire life where I would be kind of, it was, it's like a spontaneous awakening experience where I'm like suddenly shifted into this very different type of consciousness where like a lot of times it's just like everything's pure light or I'm just seeing like I'm seeing light everywhere, like this divine heavenly light and I was feeling very um it was confusing for me at first when I would experience that because it would be like I feel like I am living heaven on earth right now like literally I am seeing 
the light of God and I feel like I'm in heaven. And yet, you know, there was still so much suffering when I looked out around me mm-hmm. that I would see. And it was very confusing for me. Like, why am I having this experience? And yet I see other people who are suffering so much and they don't seem to see what I see right now. And so it was really nice for me to be able to connect with other people who are, you know, having these kinds of higher consciousness awakenings and to be like, yeah, you know, there is, there are these different levels of consciousness that people can experience all at the same time on the planet. Um, and I hope that helps answer that question. That's, that's yes. a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just because I've had moments where it was like, oh, this, this is, there's a shift. I could feel it. I didn't see the pure light, but it was like, I felt it like through my body and like around and I knew something was happening. And then I think the mind gets in the way. This is my experience. The mind gets in the way of, as you so perfectly said, Sophia, about like all these other people are suffering and here I am exuberating this light, this, this lovely, wonderful happiness and joy and it's beyond that. I mean, you can't even describe the feeling really because that's being connected to source. That's being aligned. And then we disalign because we're like, oh, but all these people are over here. And for me, I used to feel like guilty, like, well, then I shouldn't be feeling this way because of all these other people. And then I need to, because then that makes them feel uncomfortable because I'm shining my light over here. <laughs> and then I just got over it. I'm like, I what I need to care about is me. Yeah. And and the people will resonate with me, such as all of you lovely people listening or watching right now. I appreciate you for staying on with us and, and really, you know, being here and, and feeling it. Um uh, and and just me paying attention to who I am, that is enough. I don't have to change other people. I'm not here to fix other people. I'm here to be me, stand in that presence, Sophia, as you said in the very beginning, and allow people, to invite them. I, I'm inviting. And, I'll, and they allow themselves to, you know, be in this state as well. So I, I do. I really appreciate you sharing that because I know that you are a very private person. And so that's why I was very excited that you agreed to be here and share about this Sophia code and how this has helped to shift you or even support you because you are already you. <laughs> it's just remembering, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's so true. And I love that you are like allowing yourself just to be, you know, be in that just enjoyment of who you are in the present moment and like letting go of that guilt. Um, And I think that it's so, it's so common and it's so easy to be like, well, if other people are suffering, then, you know, who am I to not be suffering and to be joyful? But like at the end of the day, 
me suffering for somebody else isn't actually what makes them change or it helps them change even like I have to be in a state of of you know at least at least feeling that acceptance at least feeling that like tenderness and compassion to be able to help somebody else start to come into that that space where they're feeling free from from suffering so yes because you know just jumping in the hole with them <laughs> and groveling and you know all the things it it doesn't support anybody really yeah it's so true and it can I and mean, we can don't feel good healthy. after that either yeah yeah it can be very unhealthy for everybody yeah. so yeah yes and I have a question for you and this might also be a little uncomfortable although I remember when I was in Des Moines you started posting um your your essence your vibration your voice tones and sounds and like singing um can you or are you open to sharing that with us to help because I believe when I listened to it I was like Ooh, like it brought my energy up it was like open oh, my good. heart automatically and it was like oh, I could feel that beautiful essence of you oh. Sophia are you open to sharing part of that with us oh okay thank you so much you're so sweet I love I love using my voice in that way because it's so true toning and mantras and all of this mm. can so shift our consciousness so quickly. And I, I love doing ceremony. I love okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I'm going to take just a couple nice deep yeah. breaths and just take a moment to just really feel into my body. I'm just setting the intention that these, these sounds are connecting with people and helping to awaken um, awaken more love and acceptance for other people for themselves having more love and acceptance and really connecting more with your true essence so that can come through with sound I love I love working with mantras and toning um, and especially like doing a mantra practice repetition it will shift it will shift your reality and there are there are some mantras that we work with in the Sophia code that are they are so powerful for connecting you with 
feelings of self-love, self-compassion, and also like getting out of that fear consciousness Mm -hmm. and really stepping into being like truly fearless, bold in who you are and just owning that. Yeah. Uh, Can you share one of the mantras by chance? Yeah, I'd love to. So um, there's the green Tara mantra, which I did um, like a 21 day practice with this and doing it at least once a day, 108 times. And it absolutely changed my life, like on every level. It was, it was so powerful. Um, and so that one is Om Tare Tutare Ture Soha. And that is, there's so much written about it in the Sophia Code and I'm sure other places as well, but Sophia Code has such a great um, explanation of each of those syllables, what they mean, how they're changing and shifting your consciousness. And there's 21 different aspects of Green Tara that come through in those, just those few little syllables. Um, And then the other one, we work with two in the Sophia Code and the other one is Quan Yin's mantra. And so she's really known for her gentle, loving compassion, Mm -hmm. but that can also be very firm boundaries too with that compassion. And so her mantra is, Om Mani Padme Hum. And there's so much in that as well. And it's it's a much softer kind of um, experience than the Green Tara, but they're both phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes. And just working with what resonates with the person is, is really important. Yes. Ah, uh, it's been such a pleasure to have you here, Sophia. And for those who are wanting a little bit more information about you or um, just to kind of unpack the Sophia code, I think you do a free, like a little, um, don't you do like a little introductory or like a little chat about it? Yeah, that's a great question. There is so, there is so many resources available online about the Sophia code for free. So you can go on YouTube and find the author's YouTube channel, Kyra Official, and she has so much available if you want to dive deeper into that. Um, I am a certified Sophia Circle leader, so I am I have the privilege of getting to walk people through every chapter of the book in a ceremonial um, container. And so, yeah, so that is, it's not a free offering, but it's, it's not... Uh, enormously expensive it's pretty reasonable um for 13 ceremonies we get to meet together um in a virtual container and go through every chapter of the book and work on um awakening all of those different codes within you um so i have two different options coming up i don't know when this will air exactly but um, you're welcome to reach out to me, you know, with more information, um, and we can include li- links for all of that. But yes. I have a 13-week and a 13-month journey coming up fairly soon. So, um, yeah, yeah, great. And if anything, they can log on to your website. What is your website so they can look and see what's available? 
Yeah, absolutely. So currently my website is, I've been so focused on professionally doing massage. So my website is mostly, it doesn't really include much of the um, other offerings that I have, but you're welcome to, to, you know, go get my information from there and reach out to me that way. Um, that's iowafamilymassage.com. But um, you're also welcome to connect with me on Instagram. I share a lot about the Sophia Code stuff on Instagram, and I have links um, in my bio for like my my email contact and application for the Sophia Circle Journeys and other stuff. I I can't remember okay. all the things in the bio there, yeah. but um, yeah, I I would love to to answer any questions if anybody has something and they want to go a little deeper. Yes, or go a little deeper with a massage because Sophia is amazing, I have to say, with the massage. So just your essence and everything, your intention of what you do. And of course, you know, that's what I love, putting your attention on your intention. And you are a living, walking, uh, beautiful example of that. So Thank you, my friend, for being here today. Thank you for your vulnerability and you sharing um, your essence for others. Thank you so much, April. It is just a delight to get to see you and to reconnect with you uh, as always. So thank you so much for having me. It's been really, really fun. Oh, you're welcome. And for those of you who have enjoyed this episode, please show us your love and your essence and subscribe. So that way uh, you'll continue to be with me and working from the inside out with living your life with intention. So until next time, my friends, be well. I so appreciate your time today. As right here, right now together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts, as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.